Hello, I'm Kenny Smith, and this is The Best Story I've Heard Today, a podcast for news junkies. We know you can't possibly see all of the great content being produced, so we're bringing you a story that you might have otherwise overlooked. Our guests each day tell us about the best story they've found, and today we're pleased to welcome Jake Lowry, a veterans and military affairs reporter for the USA Today Network. Jake, thanks for joining us today. It's a pleasure, Kenny. Thanks for having me. Tell us what story you found today, and tell us why the rest of us should read it as well. Well, it's uh, one that I actually stumbled across yesterday about uh, iPhones, actually. Um, Apple released its quarterly earnings, which typically doesn't generate a lot of attention, uh, other than just how much money they make. But uh, the particular piece that I found noteworthy was the fact that they uh, made a a large amount of money, but uh, actually sold fewer phones. So... Um, for most people who carry around an iPhone or some other smartphone device, I think that's an indication that we're not going to see uh, any shortage or a decline in the $1,000 price point for mobile devices in the next foreseeable future anyway. Is that going to keep me from buying one? I know it's going to keep me from buying one anytime soon, but does, does that seem to be having any impact based on what they're reporting in terms of the larger populace? Yeah, I would think so. I, I, I mean, uh, most people, uh, you know, the middle-income um, Americans, even the younger folks who maybe just starting out in their careers or even students, um, probably aren't going to be able to splurge for that $1,000 iPhone X that uh, does really fancy things with your selfies. But, um, yeah, I, I think there's a, a, probably a long-term implication that's going to have an effect on the way people uh, update their phones or upgrade uh, every two years, like what's been the sort of habitual uh, practice for the past couple of years, uh, several years actually. So, yeah, I do think there will be some kind of ripple effect that uh, has that remains to be seen. I feel like this might be a market forces impacting technology sense because I sit with my phone and say, "What more do I need this to do to justify that kind of monetary outlay?" I agree, and uh, you know, the, with things like VR coming out, there might be some, uh, CNN has started rolling out. I've seen some ads for, for their VR type of products. The USA Today has had a, a, a VR capability for a while now. Um, but with, with that and the whole AI movement, um, unless you're going to see, unless we see a, a significant influx of technology and new capabilities in that sort of sector, I think, uh, you're not going to see a whole lot of fancy new gadgets, as it were, on your on your iPhone, other than you know really pretty selfies. <laughs> Did you get a sense from all of this um, where Apple's reaction is to to realizing this as well? Uh, well, I mean, I think they kind of knew this. You know, they're smart people, and they probably knew that this was uh, going to be part of it. Um, you know, they like I said, they have smart people that know kind of hopefully anyway, that how market forces would work. And, um, you know, they probably have a pretty good idea that uh, people initially want to jump in the market and get that iPhone X just so it's you know, new and exciting. Um, but the, the long term, I don't know, it's hard to say. Uh, you, you know, in the first quarter, even second quarter of, of 2017, when typically people have more, fewer uh, liquid dollars, so to speak. I think there might be uh, a downturn in actual purchases, but then again, they could, like um, you know, like a broken record, repeat the repeat the model and you know turn a, a pretty hefty um, sales return. So 
um, you know, all th- it remains to be seen, but I think there's uh, there's an opportunity there for them to uh, to consider those types of technologies. Maybe people more tend, you know, shift more towards the you know, super mobile or like an like an iWatch type of device. Um, they're going to have the, the home speaker, which might be a, a way to combat the what might be a decline in actual smartphone sales. So we'll see how that turns out. I mean, most people. I think the Alexa and Echo Dot and things like that were uh, pretty popular around Christmas time because Amazon put them on sale for you know half price or pretty close to it uh, there around the holidays. So uh, what they do there, I think, will uh, kind of be the saving grace, I think, for, for a while. Let's tie this into a couple of other things then, since you mentioned other peripherals that Apple offers. This is not too far on the heels of the story about how Apple was sending software signals to slow your machine down and terms of dealing with battery and, and upgrades and whatnot. Uh, if we put all of these stories together, which I know in Apple there are various silos, but if we put all these stories together, any indication that maybe we're seeing a, a change of that two-year pattern here? Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, I mean, I've uh, personally, I've held on to my uh, devices for far beyond uh, two years, even though I am I have been el- eligible for an upgrade uh, for a couple of months now, but I uh, quite honestly, I like the <laughs> like the bill that I see every month, uh, as opposed to the one where I have a you know a, a phone payment, so as it were. Uh, so yeah, I think more people will probably enjoy uh, the the lower payment, even though I that I I am one that will probably be willing to sacrifice a little bit of speed and capability to to keep that price and uh, that you know when I'm doling out every month pretty low. So. Um, it might encourage me to go and invest in other technologies, you know, like a like a watch or uh, some other home device. I do have an Alexa at home, so I'm not sure I'm going to be in the market for an Apple uh, HomePod or whatever. Um, but I d- I do think that there will be fewer people buying phones uh, as opposed to that other sort of related technology. It's a little bit down the road here, but Foxconn is coming uh, to the U.S. Is any indication there about what that might do to market forces or prices or anything? I'm not sure. That's a good question. Uh, I haven't studied that a whole lot, so I'm not real sure exactly how that's going to work. Um, but, yeah, I think there's there's always kind of a, with any kind of big big event like that and uh, splashy releases and whatnot, you're probably going to see that, that uh, quick uptick over a short period for those new fancy technologies, everybody kind of gets the itch when I see fun new things. Um, but it, like to say, the, the long term, I think, might be uh, a different story um, over time. It's been a few years now, and there's no wrong answer to this because we don't know the right one. But uh, what do you think Steve Jobs would be with all this news today? Oh, that's a really good question. Uh, I mean, I think he would be on board. Um, I'm not sure that he would have the rhetoric uh, that's coming out of uh, Silicon Valley right now. He's always been kind of a uh, a wild card in that sense, a bit more reserved in, in a lot of ways, but also uh, highly respected for what he says and a, and a visionary of sorts. And not to say that the folks at Apple are not that uh, not that now, but um, you know, I don't know. I, it, it's impossible to, to predict, but I think uh, you know there there certainly would be a different. Um, a different rhetoric. I'm not sure, like with, for instance, with uh, Apple coming out and saying the the 350 billion that they're bringing back to the U.S. because of the tax bill. I don't know that Steve Jobs would have been that that kind of guy to get up there on a on a pulpit and and boast of that. Um, 
I'm just, it's like I said, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know Steve, but I, uh, or didn't know Steve, but I, I think uh, it might be just a little bit different in terms of what we're hearing on Apple. We've got links for Jake and to this story we've been talking about as well. Please do check those out. Jake Lowry, Veterans and Military Affairs Reporter for the USA Today Network. Thanks again for being with us today. Anytime, Kenny. Pleasure. This is the best story I've heard today. We hope you've enjoyed the show and that you'll share it with others. Thanks for listening. We look forward to sharing stories with you again very soon. I'm Kenny Smith. And here's one other piece of news. You hear the best story I've heard today on our host site, podbean.com, but it is now syndicated and you can search and find it on other sites like Stitcher and Google Play. The best story I've heard today, now on Stitcher and Google Play.